so it's called I'm All Ears. Yep. Yeah, it's on now. Yep. Uh, testing out the sound. <laughs> the guest needs to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bit like what Josh Bell does. He asks you to tell... tell uh... Oh, okay, mate. None of my ideas are original. <laughs> Okay, uh, hey everyone, welcome back to I'm All Ears with me, Aaron Gox. And me, Solo. How are you going today, Goxie? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Hanging in. How about you? Yeah, good. Um, went to a restaurant for the first time last night. Pretty good. I don't know if you remember them. <laughs> like uh, first time ever or yeah. <laughs> is this like first time post-ISO? Or? First time post-ISO. Yeah. But it does remind me of when I was, um, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine was telling me that uh, in his family, his older brother brought his first girlfriend to have dinner with them for the first time at a Chinese restaurant. And she was 20 and ha- was her first time ever going to a restaurant. <laughs> like, isn't that wild that someone's 20 and they haven't been to a restaurant yeah, before? Yeah, that's... Uh, I guess it's more of a country town thing. Maybe come in, you know, <laughs> just no need for it. That's uh, that's child abuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get straight into the guest. Today we have the wonderful Aidan McDonald, drummer from Private Function, filmmaker... Uh, amongst many, he's worn many hats, uh, ran the food at the Tote Hotel. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, Aiden. Oh, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, welcome, mate. Where, yeah. where this is another uh, guest where we have showed up at the person's house. So <laughs> I was saying to Aiden when we got here, the, the first person we asked, we were like a little bit nervous about asking. And now the floodgates have opened. We're just like, every person, can we come to your place? Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but this is an awesome spot here. You're, you're, you're deep in the heart of Collingwood. Um, there's uh, many. Well, I'm, I know I'm doing a, an audio thing about a visual thing. Yeah, yeah you got to explain it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's some awesome memorabilia. There's been gigs here, so yeah. Yeah, we're, we're right on the corner, like in you know bloody Collingwood. Like it's kind of funny. Like this whole house, like was going to get sold maybe like two or three months ago. So yeah, we right. kind of thought there was like I wouldn't be here right now, but. Now I can invite you in. We can sit down. We can have a coffee. It's like it's like in a video game. It's every day is a bonus level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> that's a bad analogy. So. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, you've done a lot of different things over the over the years. Like, mm. um, like I guess the video thing is your main thing now. How, yeah, um, yeah. I was running a food truck for a while there um, called Crispy Bacon's Crispy Bacon. Awesome. Um, Me and so uh, both being commands, we we love the puns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of our whole world. <laughs> it was it was Chris, right? Like the name Chris. Yeah, it's kind of like I mean, it's funny. The singer of Private Function's name is actually Chris Penny, so it was kind of like ah, a right. It was a it was a it was it wasn't intentional though that it was supposed to be him, like Chris P. It was something I came up with years ago as a stupid pun. And I was telling him the idea one Not day. stupid, mate. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful pun. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he turns to me and goes, that's my name. And I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done? And then you're like, so you're Chris Bacon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people would ask me, oh, is it, what's it got to do with Chris? I'm like, no, no, no. Crispy. Crispy. <laughs> you know, like bacon. <laughs> I just, uh, we, don't, we don't like to reveal too much uh, of a peek behind the curtain of, of how we come to decisions at I'm All Ears, but I just thought I'd give you a little one that uh, we'd had a few few singers and we wanted... You're, you're our first uh, instrument man, so mm. How, mm. how do you feel to, to carry that burden? It's good. I feel yeah. like, uh, you know, I've got to get a rhythm going for you. Yeah. Ah. See, pun, pun. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> no, because uh, you private function, rowdy band, rowdy punk rock, right? Mm. So that's, that's one thing that's always intrigued me because obviously... Everyone's looking at the singer, right? They take control, the big ego. But I always wondered, like, you guys at the back, you get the view of everything, you know? And Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's kind of like... Well, I mean, with our band, though, it's like Chris is... He's nuts. <laughs> like, he's absolutely nuts. He'll be on the rafters and... Yeah. So it kind of makes my job really easy because <laughs> I've just got to hold it down and I've got a little seat and... Yeah. It's kind of great. Like, I mean, sometimes I'll just look around and be like, oh... In fact, I remember one time I was I was playing a gig in Ballarat and I looked I looked to my left and there's a little window next to the stage because again I can do that I can wander <laughs> around and who lo and behold who is it it's you <laughs> it's just Goxy just peeking through the window and I'm like what the hell is he doing? <laughs> well it's just like we you like I've heard this about Ballarat that you can go up there and and spot Goxy like. <laughs> but it's like it's 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 not even I don't get out much because uh, yeah I'm a family man I th- I think that was um. 
did I have my kids with me? No, that might have been when High Tension was playing. And yeah. I, was like, I couldn't go in because I had my kids with me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't um, want to do the classic leave them in the back of the car. Yeah. Like, no, I'll, I'll get on one of those pages that are, what is it, single dad car. But, um, no, but yeah, so like you guys are really rowdy. So I saw you at the Eastern and that was another time. So that one was Corova. Yeah. Which is now called Volta. Anyway, <laughs> enough uh, gig politics. But, uh, <laughs> but then I saw you at the Eastern Bar at, and it was like, it's a tiny little room, like classic sort of old old school pub. Yeah. And it's so rowdy and everyone's like hopping up on, like you're saying, your singers like out in the audience and there's audience members hopping up on stage. And, Do you ever like, you're behind the drums, like mm. how, how close are these people going to get to me? They're going to knock over my cymbals. Shit, <laughs> you know what? It's funny you mentioned that, right? We, um, I wasn't, wasn't that gig where I last saw you, but uh, we played a gig at Howler. Uh, I don't know, maybe a month before all the coronavirus stuff. But um, we had a stage invasion at the end of the, of the set. We did like, I don't know, I think it was like a Linkin Park cover, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But, but we had a stage invasion where like, you know, people just jumped on stage and was fucking suddenly there's so many people on stage. The next day I woke up there and I had this like huge kind of like bruise on my arm mm. and it looked like a full like handprint. And I was like, what? You know when you go into the shower sometimes after a yeah. big night and you're like, wind up with random what did bruises? I do? Yeah. yeah, you're like, did I hurt myself? What had I done? What I realized though was during the stage invasion, people like kind of like surged and like fell into the drum kit. And some dudes just put his hand and lunged to like, you know, catch himself. And he's grabbed my arm. <laughs> and so I'm still playing, going like, get off me. But like suddenly he's just like kind of death gripped me to like <laughs> save his own like balance. Oh, God. Yeah, so I mean. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, I don't seem to notice until the next day. Yeah. It's like, it's the answer. You still, well, I think that's testament to your, your drumming ability. Like you oh, just lock, you. locked in, like even someone throwing themselves at you didn't throw you <laughs> off your game. You're just like, I've got to get through this song. I've got to get it. <laughs> in the pocket. Yeah. In the pocket. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's great. And the band's been around for a little while now, like a couple of years. Yeah. Or? We've only been around for about three years now. Yeah. Like it's. Pretty, it's yeah, it's been going for a while now, but I mean, like, it's just one of those bands where we've all been in bands before, we've done it for mm. fucking, you know, we've done it for so long, but um, we kind of all kind of were forced together in a way, like, we yeah. weren't, it wasn't like a band of mates, we actually kind of all got to know each other around the band in a way, okay, cool. So, it's it, it kind of feels weird to say it's still kind of in its infancy, like, it's kind mm. of nowadays kind of gotten to the point where it's like, oh, shit, we feel like a real team, but mm. like. Yeah, it's just strange. It's like I've, I've always been sort of attracted to musos with a with a sense of humor, and you guys have great humor. And, but it's not something I've really seeked. Not so much these days. Mm. More back when I was like a Weird Al fan, or or, or with <laughs> oh my God. Like, like humor rock. I don't know if that's the right dude, Goxy. That's like our mo. But, <laughs> but yeah, like it's. I reckon it's like I don't know. You like would want it to. Be, you're first and foremost a punk band, right? But but mm. humor is a big part of it. Like mm. one of your first songs coming out was like "Die Before You Dig," right? Yeah, and yeah. Like, no hat, no play, and that's really right up my alley. That like, <laughs> yeah. I hope you do one that's like "Heroes Wear Helmets," like all the, <laughs> oh, all the slogans, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the funny thing. You come up with a uh, what a what. People say that, don't they? And then it's like, we've got ourselves a song. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's kind of good to see like a band like not take themselves too seriously and like and go, like yeah. this is meant to be fun. Like, yeah. you know, we can like. I couldn't say about well, myself. It's yeah. fun, man. Yeah. It's like the main thing is like, I'm so sick of watching. We all are. I feel yeah. Of just music in general being so very serious and very. What's the word I'm looking for? It's just kind of self. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm it's trying like, to be nice, Obi. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this is the most elo- eloquent world. It's like it's up its own ass. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. like they, that. They, like smelling their own farts. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, because anyone who knows me, I'm heavily influenced by the '90s. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that whatever you grew up in, you're going to be influenced by. Because so like, I started getting into sort of punk, like sort of '98 sort of thing. Mm. So. Um, a lot of that, like fat wreck, no effects. There's a lot of humor in it. Definitely. And, and something that you guys have, have, I don't know if it was influenced by that, maybe, but with the merch is, is mm. like, because when I, I don't know if you know, like no effects and that, that, that rip off like logos of brands and. Yeah, uh, classic punk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I remember like 
um, they had like punkers instead of snickers was one and but you guys have a fantastic one which is the neighborhood watch mm. that, and that's gone really well isn't it like it's been it, insane yeah <laughs> we um we i mean i didn't design it it was all johansson um he's a bloody genius behind the computer of that stuff <laughs> but um yeah he came over with just like oh we'll just chuck a cigarette in, in the cop's mouth <laughs> i think that's the on, one of the only shirts we print and yet I think we printed maybe like five hundred or more of those. Like yeah. that's our that's our that's our money making. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't make money off gigs or music. We make money off that shirt. And um I don't know if you had the same experience as me with merch, but it was like like the the first very first one or the first few you sell, it's just like, how good's this? You're mm. stoked. And you're like, Oh, it'd be so good to see someone somewhere wearing it. But then it becomes like, all right, I just gotta sell more you know, just gotta keep this going. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, that's like anything in life is, is like nothing beats the first, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, like wow, someone actually bought my shirt. <laughs> well, at least with your shirt, it's like they've got your face on it, so it's like there's no there's no mistaking it for yeah. the actual neighborhood watch. And, <laughs> and another thing with me is like when you you know it's kind of big, starting to grow when it's outside of that circle you're in. So mm. it's one thing for like comedians or musos to know who I am, but then it's like. When someone says to me, oh, someone who had had no connection and they knew who you were. Mm. And that happened with you guys where this guy who's not even in the punk scene or whatever was mentioned about like seeing private function, you know, like listed. He's like, oh, there's a band name, you know. Oh, I like that band name. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because it was that... the the confusion thing of yeah like, no right. it's a band name it's not like I know what tonight you mean, yeah. tonight one night only private fun <laughs> yeah. means the room's booked out or whatever it's like having a band called two dollar pots and, yeah. uh, and one night only and private function on the same yeah deal. yeah well years ago I w- we wanted to I was in a band with some guys we never did anything but we mm. wanted to call it boat show so that <laughs> it would be just be like boat show this weekend and hopefully a bunch of guys with like waders on would show oh. up but there is now a band there, there is boat, boat show yeah I'll... there is now like i saw it come up and i'm like i wonder if they had the same idea yeah <laughs> probably they're, they're like a really great punk band as well yeah like, i'm, I'm like it's funny as you were saying i was like but there is a, boat, there is a yeah boat show. well that's it like this would, probably would have been like 10 13 years ago or something like that and then yeah, then I saw this come up and I'm like, that's sick. I'm glad someone <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> So you mentioned like you guys sort of came together from other bands. Was there um, was there any kind of was it very natural or was there any like discussion about a, a definite way you want to take this band? Like this is this is what we're gonna be, you know? Like Um, to be honest with you, I thought it was gonna be a throwaway. It's really mm. funny because like at the at the time this band started, I was in like maybe three or four, I don't know, like just playing drums and stuff like that. But like, um, I remember like, they're like, oh, we'll have a jam. And I was like, oh, is this going to be worth it? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> put another time into another band. You're like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like being asked, oh, Goxie, can you, can you be a part of this comedy troupe? And you're like, oh, <laughs> not they, another one. Are these guys <laughs> even funny? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But like, honestly, we started jamming and like, um, very, very quickly, we all just started laughing and just mm. like, oh man, this is really fun. I'm like, yeah. And then we played like our first show and it was just like, we all kind of like agreed in a way, like, you know, without saying it, it was just like, ah, fuck this. We're not, we're not doing the grind anymore. We're going straight to the top. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of where our still on top kind of ethos yeah. has kind of come from. Like, you know, you fake it till you make it. <laughs> and we're, and, yeah, and I think fun. it's like such a, it's a thing that a mindset that kind of works, I think. Like, mm. because if you like kind of back yourself like that, other people are just like, Oh yeah, all right. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, we're into this. Like, it's it's surprisingly helpful. Like, are you still mm. playing in your other bands? Not at the moment, actually. I mean, everything's kind of a bit on hiatus. Like, mm. uh, at the time, yeah, I was playing in a bunch, but I think yeah, Pride Functions is the only one now, really. Cool. And I mean, we're pretty busy, so it's yeah. like it's kind of fun to just sink all your eggs into that basket, if you know what I mean. Mm. You're, you're a, I was going to compare it to like a marriage. You're a taken man now. You're yeah, just, I know, right? You're not playing the field. Like. <laughs> I've got five bloody engagement rings. <laughs> got down on one knee, popped the question. <laughs> I'm a one band man now. <laughs> Will hey. you make me the happiest drummer on earth? <laughs> hey, uh, I mentioned earlier about the whole like, we, we've had a few singers in, but you're the, we're mm. popping out. You're popping out cherry for instruments. Um, so, so we just want to talk a bit about that, like 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 drums. Uh, did you did you 
try anything else on the way before drums or was that kind of your first love? Man, I'm sure this, this, that's a hard question, guys. <laughs> um, I, I, my brothers, I'm the youngest one of three. So they're all like, my two brothers are like eight and ten years older than me. So there's a big gap. Mm. When they were teenagers, you know, like when I was 13, I was what? Three, five. Right. Yeah. You know, so like when they were 18 and like, you know, into Nirvana and all that kind of shit, I was like a kid still. <laughs> he's 17. And- exactly. Yeah. He's 17 <laughs> and I'm seven, you know, yeah. so... I, it's hard to really remember, but I've always been into drums. Like, um, I remember, you know that song? Boom, 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 shake the room. Yeah, yeah. Tick, 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 oh, boom. Right. Yeah, Fresh I, Prince. How could you forget it? That, yeah. was the, that was a song that, like, uh, my brother would have a band or something. There would be, like, a guy playing a drum kit or something, you know, in the house. And be like, give me a shot. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. <laughs> tick, tick. Like, that was the... That's the earliest memory I've got of playing drums, and I think that's what I'm going to stick with. <laughs> that's where it came from. <laughs> I feel like the the classic drum beat that everyone always plays is like the Offspring "Gone Away." That doom doom doom. Like I feel like anytime I pick up a drum kit, I'm like, yeah, I gotta try and get that going. <laughs> yeah. I remember I had this mate who he said like, I was like talking about a great because we're both into punk, like No Effects and mm. stuff, and I was talking about. You know, the great, he was doing a great job, the NoFX guy, but my mate was like, no, nah, I don't really care about the drums. They're just there. I'm like, <laughs> Do you ever have, like, I, I went through different stages of listening to different parts and songs, like appreciating, have like a bass stage for a few months. Yeah, just, totally. Like, like, especially in punk, like hearing those, that bit where the bass kicks in, you know, like on like, when I come ding. around, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like that's really sick when you first start. Noticing that, you know? yeah, totally. It's yeah, like a really nice appreciation for it because you just don't even like you're picking it apart slowly. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I feel like like I played bass for a long time, mm. and I feel like that's like I always kind of tune into that more than like I normally would. Like for other people, I'm like, oh, that bass part's really sick, and other people are like, what are you talking uh, yeah, about? I'm not even hearing the <laughs> yeah. bass. Yeah, <laughs> I will, you know, we play. I feel like everyone in the band plays a bit of everything. I mean, yeah. I play guitar bass keyboard I mean not, not that I'm great at any of them but mm. you know like it's just kind of that thing like if you try everything once or whatever like you said you can start to pick it apart and like yeah, you kind of see it from all aspects and stuff it's like filmmaking and stuff as well you know try yeah. being on front in front of camera and try and be behind camera it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's a whole different story <laughs> I think it's good to like appreciate the other the other members of the team kind yeah. of what, what they bring to it yeah because like I was like I've before I started filming, I never thought about like sound people and mm. yeah, even just the guy people. doing clap. Like, yeah. like, who's, who's that guy? I don't need him. <laughs> so uh, I guess through music, you you like you've done a few music videos for people and stuff like that as well. Like, mm. when did the film stuff start for you? Like, is that something um, you studied or that's been yeah? I, I studied film uh, at Swinburne like almost ten years ago now. Wow. But um, yeah, I've always been doing that. Like uh. uh it's funny, one of the guys that shoots a lot of, or has shot a lot of Goxie stuff, um, Dave McKenna, mm. he's like... Um, yeah, he's great, yeah. Oh, he's, he is very talented. If, if, if he's listening, Dave, I love you. <laughs> you are extremely talented. Yeah. You make me look good. But um, we got this, like, brilliant guy should be in Hollywood, and I'm over here like... <laughs> Another chalky milk was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like got you in a dress running down yeah. Elwood Beach, and you just got this. Oh, that was crazy. Man. <laughs> I got uh, the cops came up to me. Were like, I was wearing like a swim female swimsuit. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "What are you doing?" Like, and like, I don't know. I hope this doesn't sound crook, but that was my moment where I was like, "Oh, this is what it, like people that dress up differently." I don't want to use the wrong word. Have to put up with, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you got unwanted attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that's a good way to put it. But um, now with the filmmaking thing though, uh, like I said with Dave, we kind of started a little company like right out of film school cool. and we've just been writing that. I mean, like, you know, I, I'm very much in the music world and stuff, but yeah, I, I do still like make music videos for people mm. and I edit and I uh, you know, work with people like Oxy and stuff, like freelancers and stuff. But um, yeah, I've always kind of liked the idea of combining music and film. They're like mm. my two favourite things and... Um, Music videos just make sense for that, you know? Yeah. Like, you look at all your favourite directors and stuff, like, I don't know, like Spike Jones and yeah. Yeah. Michelle Gondry and all that kind of stuff. And, like, they all just made, like, the best music videos yeah. ever. Mm. And they're, like, I don't know, now they're Hollywood, you know, huge directors and stuff. So 
Yeah. That was kind of the idea. I mean, just remember us when you're that big. Oh, right? uh, look, to be honest, I'm just lessoing myself to you, and you're gonna you're gonna take me to Hollywood, mate. <laughs> um, no, it was like because that does kind of it takes me back to what you're saying about um, music taking itself too seriously and stuff. And um, we we're actually having a bit of a chat before we um, started recording this about mm. um, like bands sort of talking shit about people, like, oh, does that band use too much? social media or mm. or is like a funny clip is that like cheating or whatever like which is all ridiculous because it's like if you can use a bit of humor to stand out from the pack like go for it you know like totally and yeah. and i guess you can really like lock in your identity as a band a bit more through film you can be like oh this is what we're about like absolutely like the music is one thing and then you can kind of show a bit more through the video oh it's 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 actually been so bloody helpful. Like, I mean, I make videos for bands, right? And I have to work with them as it's their band. It's, mm. it's their project. Yeah. Whereas in your own band, if you're the filmmaker and stuff, like all you gotta do is kind of just like riff, come up with good ideas. And then I've got pretty much full creative license from there on. Cause I'm yeah, the one who has right. to make it. Yeah. So it's like, usually you have, you know, a client kind of going, Oh, I want this. I want that. When it's your own band, you go, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm going to do it my way. Well, there's, Something that's always intrigued me with music videos, right? Because there's not often a lot of credits given. Like mm. you see a movie, obviously, there's a, we've all been there sitting, you know, when like you sit there, especially waiting for something extra to come on. Yeah, if you're an extra in yeah. like a movie, you're like, where's my name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and TV shows, movies always have a lot of credits, but music video often mm. just says director, like no one else really. And it often intrigued me about wondering how much a director mm. actually puts in. I, I, you might be able to shine a light on that. So does a band kind of come to you with a pretty chunky idea of what they want to do or do you add that in? Or Well, look, with PF, um, everyone's pretty... Like, everyone's pretty funny. Like, yeah. uh, you know, we, we kind of... Uh, everyone gets along pretty well, sees on the same page. So honestly, like... Similar to I'm All Ears. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> exactly right. You know, you two get in a room and you have a yarn and you'll go, oh, this is great. But like... When it comes down to it, though, you know, then we sit down and someone's mm. got to be the one that records it. So. Yeah, someone has to do the heavy lifting. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, me yeah. coming down from Ballarat. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I just want to say big thanks to Surly for doing everything on the uh, tech side of it. Oh, we've got that. We can stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, like you, yeah, the directors, man, they yeah, do no, a big chunk. And all those great ones you're talking about is like, it's pretty crazy that. You don't have a lot to work with because mm. you don't have script. You're like, th- you got three or four minutes basically to work with to tell a bit of a story. So, well, what, what yeah. would you do? Like, storyboard something out or something <laughs> like that? Really depends, to be honest with you. It depends on the project. But, like, um, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I did this one for Clowns um, last year that was about. We had like, Stevie on recently. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, Steve, yeah, with, with Stevie, he came to me with an idea that was like, and it was very bare bones when he came to me, but he was like, all right, so the idea is. We want to assassinate the prime minister. Mm. And I went, cool. And yeah, but <laughs> how do we get there? The, what was, what the, was the plot of the clip? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like that's great. Can you add a badum in uh, <laughs> post sound? No. Yeah, how do we get there? <laughs> <laughs> like, so I mean, with that, for example, it's like I had to then go. All right, that's great. That's where you want to end. Mm. But what the hell is is the three and a half minutes before that going to be? So yeah. you know, in that scenario, I had to script and storyboard and write this whole thing out to get us like from a to b but with private function clips sometimes it's just like kind of curb style you know like you kind of leave it a bit open Mm. so it's like you know on the day it might be completely different to what you expected you know by scripting and storyboarding but if you leave that kind of open-ended i mean you kind of do the same thing when we work together like you'll you'll riff on camera and sometimes it's the take that wasn't even written that's the best take you know yeah well i think like a few years ago the band I was playing in, uh, Callum Preston, like did a clip for us and like, he just called me and we were just hassling him to just make something for us. And oh, he just Callum's called, a genius. Yeah. So you've had him on the podcast as well. Yeah. 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 And he just called me and was like, this is the idea. I'll come around next Thursday. And we just did it. Like, mm. the, so it was just very like, we just tried stuff on the spot. Like and it was organic. Yeah. yeah. And I guess kind of what you did with private function, like leave it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, there's definitely been times where we've literally come up with like major, Parts of whatever video is on the spot, like. yeah, yeah, and I guess it's whatever the band is comfortable with. Because I have heard of a few cases where the band was like, "Well, we don't want you to like t- put a 
a visual shot for every lyric because that's pretty lame as like yeah, a director yeah. just hearing a lyric and like, oh, i got to put that on the screen. Mm. You know? like, yeah, like difference of opinions as yeah. well. Like it's a, it's a whole thing, but I mean like with the directing of a music video, I don't know, it's kind of like you kind of get away with anything a little mm. bit. Like, you know, when you, have, you watch a movie, it has to be like a movie. It has to be like, you know, nice and smooth. There has to be a plot. That has, whereas a music video, you can jump from A to Z and no one bats an eyelid. So mm. you can get away with a bit of that kind of cartoon, kind of, I don't know, yeah. nonsensical, <laughs> you know, nature of filmmaking, which is really fun. Like, it just like it's, I don't know, there's a bit of a kind of element of comedy, but it's also just kind of slapstick comedy yeah. or something, you know, like, or like, uh, you know, like Three Stooges or something. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> and um, so like these days, uh, I'm not trying to say uh, you're old or anything, but you got... Oh, we're all old, we are. <laughs> no, but like, you must have heard about the old days. The difference is now is the... the how it's cheaper to make stuff and more accessibility and totally. So if you can do it, you might as well, eh? Like fucking oath. I don't know. It might have been harder for like a back in the day for a punk band, local punk band, to make their own clips. Oh, absolutely. I mean, think about it. Like twenty years ago, you, what, what would you have shot on? You yeah. would have been on like a not even a handy cam or something, a VHS camera. Or well, something, like because like. all those bands I grew up with, like like they were they're on labels you know so yeah. like they, got, they had a few a bit of money chucked at them and like totally. fat rec epitaph even even aussie bands like friends or body jar had definitely a bit, bit of funding you know so i feel like like i don't know if you've found this like just the access accessibility of the technology i guess has got a lot easier so you can mm. get that like cheap bit of gear or and it still produces like a good good quality like it's crazy the quality you can get out of an iPhone. Oh, sort of God, thing. it's insane, isn't it? Yeah, and, and and I guess have you found it easier to make things over the years? Or yeah, I mean, like you like you both just said, like accessibility. Like like I was saying again, my my business partner Dave has he has a red camera, mm. but he invested like you know thousands upon thousands of dollars into that thing over the years, and like without him having that, we wouldn't have access to a bloody cinema camera. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. And obviously the guy who can use it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, it's insane though. I mean, you, like you just said, we could shoot on an iPhone because they're good enough quality these days. But when you've got something that looks like it could be on a big screen, you mm. know, in a cinema or it's got that kind of cinematic look to it, it suddenly goes like, damn, that's really <laughs> good. Like, yeah. people take it 10 times more seriously. Mm. And like, but then it's also kind of like two sides of the coin as well because even though you get all this accessibility of like having good cameras, you know, available, it kind of makes people just like make anything on them. Mm. Whereas like, I kind of always loved that whole kind of idea of like you shoot on film because it's like, you know, you got to get it. It's yeah. like, if, yeah. if you, if you screw it up on film, well, you just wasted like hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. Whereas now it's like, ah, just go for another take. Who cares? Like just riff. So it's kind of a double edged sword, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It was like, that reminds me of the other day at TAFE. Like, because I'm, like, double everyone's age. It even <laughs> freaks me out. But it's, like, so, so different, just some of the views of, of the different generations. Mm. And they're just silly little things. But I wanted a, I wanted one of the other students to get a photo of me. And I gave him my phone. And he took, like, a hundred shots. That's what people do now. They just go click, 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 click. Yeah, choose and the best one. I wasn't even moving or anything. Just a hundred shots are exactly know, the same. Yeah, but I've still got a little bit of that mindset left over of the days when... You had to put negatives into a shot, <laughs> but it, but I know it wasn't exactly that. It was mm. just like it was. I wasn't like why, like why'd you do that? It's really bad. But mm. it was more just like, you why do these kids do this? <laughs> yeah, why do you totally. take a hundred? Because that's how they've been raised. That's know? it exactly. It, that's kind of what I mean. It's like it's that that exact kind of thing. Instead of taking one really good photo, you take a hundred of the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like what? <laughs> yeah, and um. I often think back to what were the old days like because mm. I've only ever worked with with digital where they can look at it straight away. But mm. I don't know if you know much about the history of filming. Do they used to mm. take it, have to take it home and look at it at the end of the day, or yeah? Well, I mean, when it was, yeah, with with film, I mean that has to get developed. Mm. So, I mean, it depends. You can do like some places would like have like rushes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that's kind of digital like you know yeah. to watch it at the end of the day is a very digital world like i mean i don't know this is getting a bit yeah, uh, yeah a bit hoity-toity filmmaker <laughs> but i was just thinking about like jean-luc goddard <laughs> yeah, yeah. now we're talking now, yeah. we're, now, now we're podcasting 
That's what we're here for. Right? Welcome to the Cinematic Podcast with uh, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he. Did. I could drop some French words too. Le snack. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo play. French fries. <laughs> That's French for yogurt. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, I don't know why I was even bringing it up. But he did like one, only ever one take. So you'd never know until the film was made. It was like you just stuck with. Whatever that was, yeah. Like yeah. that's why his films are freaking weird or whatever. But <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess over the last couple of years, you you talked about you got your food truck and mm. you were doing the kitchen at the tote. Was, was that something like another passion of yours, cooking and stuff like that as well? Or it's a really good question, man. Like honestly, it was just an idea I had mm. um, like years ago. I worked in like Mr Burger. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, was just, I was just a, you know, a burger flipping Mr. <laughs> burger Boy. But, um, you know, I had dreams and aspirations to be like, oh, I'll own my own food truck one day. And I, was uh, like, I can run this. Like. Well, kind of. But I, I, as I said, I had a great pun. <laughs> and I had a love for, for bacon. <laughs> and I had a desire to, to give that to everyone else. But um, it was a bit of a weird story, though. Like, the long story short is uh, my father was really, really keen on... Um, like he came around a couple of years later. He was like, damn, that's a good idea. And I'm, I'm looking for something to invest in. So we kind of dived into it a bit more of a, as a father-son kind of journey. You know, a project like to, together. A yeah. project together and trying to get it going. But then we also realised that hospitality is a lot harder than it looks. <laughs> well, um, your, your surname is McDonald's. So there's a yeah, bit of history there <laughs> with success in the... <laughs> yeah, that's right, you know. Well, I, well, was it? I watched The Founder. Uh, <laughs> Your dad's name's not Ronald, is it? No. Oh, it could be. Uh, <laughs> for the sake of comedy, yes. <laughs> um, but you yeah. have a grimace. I'm going to stop with the Maccas. Yeah, buddy, you're giving me flashbacks to my, my primary school days. Or old MacDonald. <laughs> no, Goxie, no. <laughs> PTSD, you know. Please don't sing the song. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, and, like, it just seemed, like, a lot harder than you thought it was going to be? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we pushed really, really hard, and, like, um, like, again, I'm not a chef. I had a partner with me, uh, one of my good mates, Michael, he was our chef, and he's a brilliant chef, but um, uh, he wanted to move on to, you know, kind of bigger and better things as well, so once he left, that was kind of uh, a bit of the nail in the coffin, in a way, because we, mm. we had to... I had to try a lot harder and I had to do that kind of side that he was holding myself. And to be honest with you, it was starting to drive me crazy. Like, yeah, right. I'm sure if there's anyone that's listening to the podcast today that is like, has ever tried to start a hospitality business, they'll probably tell you they lost a lot of hair or yeah, by the sure. end of it, they felt like they'll losing them, you know, like going crazy. It's, it's, it's so much work. I think a lot of people just think of the sales. It's just like, Oh, totally. Like, I can make ten buck money. Burger, ten buck, and it's like you don't think of the overheads. Like one thing I often think about is like, is like food wasted. Oh, it's insane! Or if you have a bad mad. day, like I'd be so fat because I'm like I'm not gonna I'm gonna eat this. <laughs> exactly. I can't throw it out. Like, I can't let I'll it be, go away. Oh, I should say fatter. <laughs> 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 I'd be, yeah. Wash it down with a chalky milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing though. Like even just getting. All right, let's say we made burgers and stuff, but like you think, oh, it's just it, the. Burger takes, you know, 20 minutes to make or 10 minutes to make mm. or whatever, you know. I'll make the patty and then it's pretty much done. You don't think about all the days of, like, getting all your prep and getting all your supplies and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's just it never ends. Yeah. And uh, right before coronavirus, we kind of thought, oh, let's put it on the back burner for now. It's not mm. quite working. And also everyone's gone vegan. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so by this point... Um, so it wasn't a truck still, was it? It was at the Toad, is that right? Or I was actually, I did have the food truck at the Toad. Oh, so ah. they have a kitchen there, we were hiring it, but I was like, no one wants to eat food directly made out of the Toad. So I, was, <laughs> I chucked the food truck in the back beer garden and like we had tunes playing. It was a bit of a vibe, like it was yeah. a summertime vibe, but um, then some little prick tagged it, you know, graffitied my truck ah. and that, that took it off the road. And we we're like, oh well, if it's off the road now, we may as well just keep it off the road for a little longer. Bloody Banksy! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should take it down the food truck industry. If, if there's anyone out there, I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to take you down a peg or two. Whereas, for me, like I talk about, I talk a lot about like you know, growing up, big music fan, and Melbourne and stuff, and the tote. Like, how was that? Was that like for me? It's like always. I hadn't gone for ages, always mm. heard about it, Living in Brisbane's this like iconic CD rock venue. Not CD in a bad way, but no, you know, totally. it is, it's that classic rock of like, you know, 
rough sort of pub, whatever. Was mm. that must have been? Was that cool for you? Like oh, I'm at the I'm at the toe. You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like it, you know, right now we're we're in you know my house, which is like the gold street kind of you know it's like tote part two it's like it's really strange for me because five years ago whatever i just like i loved the idea of the tote like I, you know it was one of those kind of i don't know what's the word but you know it's kind of like a fantasy in a way it's yeah. like it's very you know it's like the myth's bigger than it is yeah, yeah that's like what a I was, myth that's yeah. a good way that was what it. i was uh awkwardly trying to get at is like, like for me not actually going to it but hearing about it and the legendary status is like not yeah. massive band, but it's like, oh, the Cosmic Psychos, Tex Perkins, all that kind it of... It does. It has rough, this... Rock, um, rock, yeah. Not, yeah, you know, it's got this, like, like urban myth or, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just got this whole vibe. Yeah, it's the vibe <laughs> it's, of it. It's vibe. just the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've done a few things there. I've done, like, trivia and stuff, and, and it was just like, yeah, this is like me, a comedian, coming into this rock world. So it Yeah, like, it was great, though. I, I loved those when you were coming in. It's like, <laughs> I'd walk in and be like... Uh, what's my favorite chalky? Uh, what's my favorite flavored milk? And everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, it's chalky, it's right there, it's chalky." Well, <laughs> I, I like to I like to say that it, it was me trying to just put a comedic twist on the trivia, but it was also a little bit of laziness. I didn't actually look up actual trivia, but no, I, I was trying to do things a little bit differently. Uh, I like I look. You don't have to preach to the choir, of you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it, but in serious. In all seriousness, that it mm. was probably. Were you saying it kind of like wasn't one suitable to dining to in a way? Uh, I mean, look, they're doing it right now. Well, like there's another guy in there now, and it's he's amazing chef and stuff. So I mean, like it's a tote. It's a gro- it's gross. I mean, it's a gross venue. <laughs> That's what I was trying to. Yeah, it, it, the old sticky carpet. It's uh, it, it smells a bit yeah. funny, and it's not a dining venue. It's, <laughs> it's the tote. It's where people. Yeah. So you put it well. I didn't want to come out and say that. But <laughs> um, we have to come out and say it. It's it's yeah. it's the, it's the scrote hotel. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. Just again, though, I've got to reiterate: the kitchen is extremely clean. The food is extremely <laughs> delicious. It's just that it is yeah, a yeah. dirty pub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, I guess it's like that myth thing that people don't see those two things together. Totally. Like, yeah. yeah. I had a lot of people even when I took the kitchen, they go, "Look, I'm sure your food's great, but I'm not going to eat it." Yeah. And I'm like, "Why?" It's like it's coming out of here. I'm like, "But it, it, it's really good." <laughs> here I am tiptoeing around, not wanting, to see, and then even your best mates were just like, "Mate, I'm not." I'm not eating your food there. Yeah, good luck with your business and everything, but uh, yeah, I'm not fucking having it. Yeah, (laughs) it was definitely a handy, uh, you know, it was a restriction in a way, like, of how... How it, was, it was like basically, uh, you know, the Simpsons where it's like... Um, oh, it, I know the Simpsons. Yeah, you know, when he, he goes, uh, d- uh, detach the rock of, um, oh, yeah, of yeah. shame and attach the rock of pride. <laughs> yeah. It's the bigger rock. Like, it was always felt like you had a rock attached to your leg to yeah. down that place. But Well, at least you can say you gave it a go, you know. Oh, like. a sort of a punt. The home yeah. of rock <laughs> and roll. <laughs> How and many of us can say we uh, had a food truck? <laughs> and, yeah, and totally. It, I guess as, as that side of things wrapping up is that allowed you to do more film stuff now or absolutely yeah i mean especially it's really crazy with this pandemic and whatnot like you know uh, i'm getting a paycheck you know like mm. we, we, we were we were living you know no money like yeah it was there was none really coming in so it's like you're pouring everything in and you're not getting anything in really back and it's just like you just feel like you're sitting you know swimming yeah. your, your head's yeah. bobbing up and down but now, like, it's been crazy with the pandemic. It's, like, really strange because mm. it's been kind of a blessing in disguise in a weird way because I'm on JobKeeper now. Mm. <laughs> um, and so I've just been busting my ass getting a bunch of video stuff together. But, there's like, we were discussing it right before we, we did the podcast, like, yeah. being a comedian or being a video or being a musician and having to worry about money. Yeah. It, it kind of destroys the soul of yeah. what you're trying to accomplish. So now I don't have to worry about that at the moment. It's just mm. insane to think of because, <laughs> yeah, if I, if I took back six months and we were doing this podcast, I'd probably be extremely stressed out yeah. and being pulling my hair out and talking about crispy bacon. <laughs> and, and I guess has it, I guess it's made you rethink your place in the film world a little bit. Like, you, mm. like I, I know for a lot of people, particularly like other you know, comics and musicians, they're like, they're like all right, this is how things are now. I better figure out how I fit into that. Has that been kind of a bit of a journey for you as well? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I've just learned to not be as precious. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, I mean, it's really crazy to even think the food truck thing is like, not as a metaphor, but it's like, you know, I, 
I had an idea and I did it. I did yeah. still accomplish it, even though it, you know, it didn't turn out to be this huge successful thing. It's like, oh, wow, I can do that. If you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. to the point where it's just like, oh, well, there's no point in like worrying about your place or worrying about, oh, is anyone to like this? It's just like, it's 2020. Do, do what you think is funny and do mm. what you think is good. And if I think people respect that and they kind of, you know, yeah. pick up on your confidence. It's like, it, it's like when I see, you know, you, like you perform live, it's like, you're just being you. Yeah, uh, a lot of people kind of to me go, "Oh, Goxie's a character," and I'm like, "That's Goxie." <laughs> yeah. oh, don't give away my bloody secrets, mate. Oh, I'm not no secret. Don't look behind the curtain, but I just nah. mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it, there's there's a natural thing that you got to fit into it, and it's yourself. I well, feel. Um, that's what I was gonna say. Where try and be positive about things, because like you. The, the food thing, you can be proud that you gave it a go. Yeah. But at the same time, if, if you're doing something that there's heaps of people out there doing food, whereas your creative outlets, film, exactly. music, that's you creating something from scratch. Mm. Like, it's a, well, it's, it's the same thing as, yeah, you know. Not the, saying your burgers are just reheated in the microwave. No, no, no. <laughs> and, and they weren't. <laughs> but um, no, I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's still a recipe at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, well, I was think, talking with a mate, another mate who's a comic and was saying, like, I guess like not being afraid to be shit. <laughs> like Dude, that is that is the the be on it. Yeah, it, yeah. Or well, like I, I, we were talking about that we did a comedy festival show like a couple of years ago. And we were so like worried about putting video content up. We're like, oh, it looks kind of shit. And we're like, yeah, but if we just put it up, like we'd start to get better slowly. Like, oh, I couldn't agree more. Like, mm. it's just this whole thing. Like, I don't know. You put yourself out there, and people start picking up on things. Like, yeah. It, but if you, I don't know, it's like I've definitely been scared of like putting myself out there as, as a filmmaker for a long time, like because mm. there is that kind of like sense of like oh being shut down or mm. not being good enough or whatever. But if if you're just in your own head, I mean, you'll never get anything done. Yeah, like, if you put yourself on stage and you put yourself out of your comfort zone or you put, you know whatever, I I think it's strange. I, like you just said, it kind of evolves. Mm. Like you get better at it every time. I reckon like. There's a fine line between ego, which is not good, like being egotistical, but also just mm. being proud of yourself, backing yourself. Like, yeah. Like that thing, when you guys totally. come to the Eastern, to me it's like little towns like that, sometimes it's hard to get pill because it's easier for people just to go to a pub, watch the footy, whatever. Mm. Yeah, go to the pokies. And yeah. Um, and the same, that's what I do when I show up to a town... And sometimes it's in a room that nothing would be on. And I think... And then the m- numbers don't have to be massive. It can be like 20, 30 people. And I just think, there's 20 people that have come out of their house, come to watch something. And I, I'm, I'm proud of that, you know. Hell yeah. Like, yeah the same no, exactly for you guys. You I'm mean. like, you, you got... Whatever it was, I don't know the numbers. 40, 50 people. Yeah. Maybe I'm downsizing I even, that. Yeah, I think it might but even be like, more than that. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, they're, they're out on Friday night, they're paid, mm. they're watching you, they're all like moshing to you, enjoying mm. themselves, you know. Well, you sort of just have to take the punt, don't you? You just go and do the show and yeah. see what happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember playing bloody first shows, like, and I was like, so nervous, mm. like, unbelievably nervous, like, and you're just like worrying, and like, even people can see that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you watch a band, you're like, "Oh, that drummer is—he looks pretty, a bit nervous." And, and like, <laughs> People oh. can smell it. Yeah, they can. They can, they can <laughs> smell it on you. But if you walk out, you're just like, oh, "I am full. Yeah. I'm fake confidence." Everyone's like, "That guy's." If so you start confident. off with a like a spinal tap, like you know, the ten <laughs> drum rip, hit the cymbal. This guy, this guy knows what he's doing. Exactly. There's something about faking it until you make it. Hey, Goxie. Hey. You Aiden, do a, we do got we we got a bit of a tradition here at Armalie as it goes <laughs> oh, back love it. almost two episodes. Uh, <laughs> where no, we've done this a few times where we um, try and get try and get our listeners involved because we love our listeners. So would oh, you I love it a bit interactive? Yeah. So yeah. what we get is the mm. guest to flip the script and uh, <laughs> put the put put Matt, us under the grill. Should, should <laughs> I do like a tape rewind? Yeah. Sound effect. <laughs> <in this video? laughs> sound effects. <laughs> Because it, usually it's us, <laughs> usually it's us grilling the guests, and another pun about your uh, oh, <laughs> no. pun about your food truck. Now it's your chance to grill us. So anyway, we've got a few questions here from listeners. Oh, um, lovely! Let's have a look. This at first them. one from Marcellus Brown. 
Um, I think we've all agreed the first one we're not going to do because it's a bit crook. Oh, gee whiz. Uh, it's not crook, it's just out of our depth. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit about... It's a bit political. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, about uh, what's going on in the world at the moment. It's way out of our depth yeah. and we don't want to get cancelled so we're just going to leave it. Yeah, you should save it for, for Doxy's political <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, can you do the second one for us? Yeah, please, absolutely. Though? All right, so uh, what is undeniably the greatest <laughs> flavour of oak slash Big M? Well... I don't know if Surly wants to answer this because you, you you're a vegan man, aren't you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, if they do right. any almond or soy. Uh, yeah, they do a couple of those <laughs> iced coffee uh, kind of things in coals and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I, I've had a really nice almond one. Uh, but for me, oak, my favourite oak is, uh, this might disappoint a few people, but vanilla malt. Um, mm. That's really nice. I've always I liked love the, the malt. The yeah. malt is so good. Yeah, and I don't like the vanilla over the years has been considered plain. I think mm. ice cream. It's a classic for a reason. <laughs> I think ice cream is to blame because it's it's just wide. It's the plain. Yeah, it's Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But vanilla malt for oak is really nice. And what about Big M? For Big M, I pro I. I don't know if they still do the egg one. The egg flip was nice. Egg flip was good. I think um, it's a limited edition though. What, what sort of flavour is the egg flip? Is it like a sweet kind of... It's egg that's been flipped, mate. No. <laughs> We're flipping the egg. <laughs> no, it's actually... Um, Are we grilling the egg? Because <laughs> the big M one was actually quite subtle, but there used to be, uh, back in Brizzy, eggnog. I don't know if it was around the rest of the country. Yeah, right. but, uh, that's one of the interesting things about flavoured milk actually is it's very regional. Because uh, soft drink, not so much, I guess, because it can be transported in it. Well, milk. Yeah. But I do like finding those little little soft drink breweries, you know, when it's like Cascade, or not Cascade. Well, like, like Bundab- well, not Bundaberg again, what? but I know what you mean. The ones that look like they're from the Murray River, they've got a picture of like yeah, a yeah. steamboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was totally. just thinking of that one, like, because the, their big one is the Portello. Yeah. Which yeah. is oh, just yeah. like... Like, what is Portello? I think is it's, it? like, it's kind of like sauce, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's if I'm getting sauce, sidetracked here. Like, um, remember, though, it does <laughs> say undeniably yes. the greatest So flavor. I can't sit on the fence. I have to go undeniably. Yeah, you can't deny it. But, uh, so is it, would you say egg flip or... Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I often go I often go the straw just because... I do like, I do like chalky milk, but I've, I've had so much that mm. you kind of... You You've got chalky milk up. fatigue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a thing. Yeah. It builds up your tolerance it's definitely to chalky milk. I, I, I did a, I did a, a video clip uh, at the Maxi Bond factory and I had to have about seven or eight Maxi Bonds that day. So <laughs> I don't really feel like any more Maxi Bonds these Maximum days. Maximum Bonds. You know you yeah. just have too much of something. <laughs> <laughs> too much of a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Too um, much of a good thing is a great do, thing. Do we have the... Do you have other yeah, uh, listener yeah, questions yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but thanks for sending that in, Marcellus. He's he's a great fan. I've, I've actually met him. I I uh, sold some merch to him. He lives in Ballarat as well. He so does say at the end of his email, "Keep up the good work, fellas." We got <laughs> so. um, well. We got. Three. Should we answer that? Uh, to, to that, it's not a question. It's more of a statement. We will try and keep up the good. So work. we've got a couple here from the uh, from the uh, <laughs> from the list Facebook. Is, yeah, from should the I just Facebook. go through the list? Yeah, go yeah. for it. All right. Well, Dane Roy asks former guest. Uh, yeah, former guest Dane Roy asks, "How spicy do you get your Nando's?" Well, I haven't had Nando's in about thirteen years, but um, <laughs> but I'm 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 a, I'm a like peri peri like get get me the hot hot hottest. So in you're there. like at the top of the chili yeah. Bracket. Well, I um I grew up eating a lot of like uh, my my family lived in India for a little bit. Not all well, my grandparents, so we we had a lot of oh, cu- hot hot curries and stuff growing up. So I feel like my tolerance mm. pretty good for a white guy, uh, <laughs> or, or pretty fly for a white guy. My uh, some might say. <laughs> all right, all right, Dexter. Hall. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm, I'm more of a noodles man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, I like real hot. But mm. my, I find my tolerance is kind of going down a little bit as I'm getting older. Yeah, yeah. Right. I personally, even pepperoni pizza makes me sweat. <laughs> I'm like uh, when Larry David has to get like all the napkins and he's just sweating so much. I feel like um, every time like spices and heat is brought up as a discussion, I, it's one of those things that I feels like I say every time. It's like the cliche, but um, I always say I, I like spice, but I don't like it when you. I like it like a little bit of a kick, but not when your face is on fire. You, That's my go-to. You, you want, want a bit of flavour. I, I feel like my dad had a lot of those that are really annoying. The the thing that he says every time. <laughs> the, another it always to do with food too. Like another one was um, whenever we had like a, Asian food and there's like chopsticks, he'd, he'd bring up 
it's a, uh, I don't even, like, as if it's a fact, but I don't even think it is. He'd always <laughs> try and say why they use chopsticks. He was like, You know why they use chopsticks? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that <laughs> classic dad thing. And he was well, like, tell you Well, it's because uh, the, thork, the fork is a weapon in, in Chinese yeah. folklore or whatever. I remember that too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, another one any, was. Is there any truth to that? <laughs> <laughs> another one, um, every time we'd have like, like pizza that was a bit better than. Like like homemade one or, or even like a gourmet one, you'd go, oh mate, a lot better than lot better than the chains, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, so of course it is. Like this is twenty five dollars, and Domino's is like five ninety five, and it's rushed. And it's just one of those really annoying. But anyway, um, what, to, what, to answer the actual question, I don't I don't like super spicy, but I do like a little bit of a kick. So yeah. you wouldn't be a lemon and herb. You'd be. Like but I do often go that just because I like of. Lemon and herb. Yeah. It's it's not a kick, but it's like a nice flavor. Sometimes you don't want the you don't want yeah. the hard work. You don't. Want, <laughs> you just want you want to get in and out. But once I um I actually went in a, a spicy wings eating contest Oof. at this venue in Brisbane um called Yardbird and my face was like on fire. It was <laughs> and it was the kind that's like. The, the, it's just drowning in the sauce, a really, oh, really yeah. strong sauce, and I was like almost hallucinating, yeah. And and a, and a, a sub story of that is um, once I auditioned for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, um, <laughs> really? and unfortunately I didn't get through. It would have been a cool sort of story to like to. I, I think um, was it Stevie or no? It was yeah, Joe did Millionaire Hot Seat? Yeah, yeah, he right. Twenty six grand. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I feel like, yeah, I was trying to think who it was. I was like, there's a, it might have been a few comedians have put it as, I think it was Maggie. Yeah. I've, um, anyway, there's always a few people have put up their profile pic as being on who wants to be a millionaire or whatever. Yeah, 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 but yeah. That would have been a cool thing to have, but I didn't. But anyway. We'll make um, one for you. Because, yeah, because at the auditions for these sort of things, obviously they, they try and, um, what do you call it, like weed out dumb people, but also <laughs> boring people. Like they want someone with a bit of a story and they ask me, like what's your interesting story? And I put went in a <laughs> went in a spicy wings eating contest. <laughs> so well, I don't know who selected if it was Eddie or who, but I I don't know if I got dropped out because that story wasn't good enough. <laughs> just like oh, I'm gonna get the hot wings guy. Yeah. I think there were speaking of stories not good enough. Is there another? There is one more question actually. Yeah, um, uh, Jr. Lang asks. This is a good one. Chicken salt or plain salt? Uh... Well, I actually went to the chicken salt factory in Adelaide, mm. and I do like chicken salt, so I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Dan, you, you, well, I'm not gonna try and influence you, Serlo. But, but he did say, I, "I feel I need to know Serlo's view." But I mean, there's no actual chicken in chicken salt. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna tell you. I went to the I went to the uh, the factory, and they said it is actually vegetarian or vegan or one of those. Mm. And because one of my jokes, I was like, I had to think of trying. People were like. All right, walk around this factory and you've got to be funny. And I was like, that's bloody hard. It's <laughs> hard one of the hardest things in the job. Like, people say, what's it like to be a comedian? And I love it. It's like, love trying to make people laugh. I love having fun. Mm. But there is a lot of pressure when people are like, all right, be funny sort of thing. Yeah, come and up with a script on yeah. the spot right And all now. I could really, I only had like a few gags. And one was like, so is it, do you just get like normal salt and is like chickens roll around in it? Is that how you get the fire? <laughs> Admittedly, not a good guy, but no, it's like, it's this, is, this, is my, this is my hit. This is my, what I'm going with. There's a visual gag to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, what, what do you reckon? You're more of a chicken salt man. I, I would say I am as well. Because it's, just, it's just that, yeah. like, how can you beat that, that, that combination of flavors? Like, because I think it's just a herb blend, right, Goxie? Yeah, it's like. Um, it, speaking of things with a kick to it, it does have a bit of a kick to it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a there was a guy that like guy there taste testing it, and I, I got a bit too, and I was like put it in my mouth, and it's a little bit of like it's a bit rough on the old, yeah. The old tongue it, salt. Yeah, well maybe just the raw chicken salt is pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to just sit there shaking it in your throat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so to answer the question for Jr, uh, I'm a chicken salt man. I think, mm. yeah. yeah, I think unanimously. We're yeah, chicken salt. I mean, how can you? It's, it seems unfair because it's, it's like it's going back to that thing of like vanilla and it's like salt yeah. it's like salt plus yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe it should have been like uh, maybe I, w- I would have appreciated maybe uh, him asking chicken salt or pink Himalayan <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one um, yeah. I, Himalayan pretty good uh, like a few years ago you never even heard like no. this, this all came in you'd know about being in the food did you have any um, like 
mention of where your things were sourced from? Did you have oh, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, again, I would make an American food though. So a lot of my stuff, I, a lot of it was come from Costco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a good vibe, but yeah. you can't say that. Yeah. yeah. Like, Costco sourced. Uh, I was applying for, you know, things like uh, the, the boardwalk down in St Kilda or something. They're like, where do you source your food? Where's the organic farms and so on? I'm like, uh, well, the meat comes from a farm. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you should have made it like like a, like a an Irish family. See, Owosco. Yeah. Like, it's Cusco. <laughs> yeah, Cusco. No. Come, comes from a little bespoke place down in Docklands. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Koskioko. Artisan. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, uh, yeah, so we got... Now, this one's from uh, our Instagram page. Yeah, this is the last one. Sorry to bombard no, you. No, no, bombard. <laughs> bombard away. All right. Um, if you've got any questions to ask Koski, here we go. Uh, Major Fraser. I like that name. It's, that is an instant name. We don't, we don't know if he actually has a role in the, in the military or anything. <laughs> Major Pain. <laughs> yeah. That's a great movie. Um, enough about the guests already. Come on, mate. He's a <laughs> Uh, any dodgy stories from Goxie's time as a cabbie? Well, my, it was mostly me doing the dodginess. Does that count? But uh, oh yeah, I mean, well, can cabbie you, stories. I, I really know. Yeah, the, confessions. I don't know if you know what you mean by dodgy, but like, I the, there was only a couple of times because I was night shift, so I had um, just you know of, like people of, falling asleep, a lot and, of piss heads. Yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> uh, a couple of times I did feel my safety was in danger. I picked up some guys after a rap concert. Do you know uh, what rap artist? It was, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, Nas. Nas? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Nas. Yeah. NAS. We'll yeah. just say NAS. <laughs> yeah, Nas. <nice. laughs> the notorious AS. I don't know. I'm <laughs> bullshit. But anyway, picked them up. There's nothing, I don't, I don't mention, like, that doesn't mean. Rappers have bad mm. fans or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, disclaimer: any any music genre can have dickheads. But anyway, um, drove them out to this area in Brisbane, Redlands. If anyone's from Brisbane, will know that. Anyway, I'm on this dark road, uh, you know, late at night, maybe 11 p.m. Whatever, going about 70 k's an hour. No light. You know, those roads just have no lights. Oh whatever. yeah, especially then, up that way. Yeah, and these guys had they've been on some substances. You could tell. This guy, I feel these arms from behind me grab me. I'm like, oh shit! And I'm like, but l- luckily, there's, so there's a group of them, and yeah, it was right. just the one guy that was a fucking. Was he going for you though? Like, yeah, but the other mates managed to control him, so nothing actually happened. But that was a very moment, like, oh shit, shit what anything could happen here? That's probably, and that would have been before the days they had those like plastic booths. That they oh, we didn't have that in Queensland, yeah. mate. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think about that. Like back to that time of like mm. people hated cabbies so much <laughs> yeah. that they had to start like wrapping them in like yeah. plastic. Like yeah, there was a whole time where cabbies were just getting assaulted. Yeah, and <laughs> crazy. It's like bonkers to like when they were like, "Why do you guys start using Uber?" It's like people were pretty angry. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, like not to say cabbies didn't um, take you know add a few bucks on with some dodgy um, <laughs> courses they took, but. Is that enough to want to bash him? I don't know. Like, <laughs> hey, that prick got an extra eleven bucks out of me. I'm gonna Wait put him in hospital. Like. What do you mean? There's a tariff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was like Time that made it, people angry. Like hopping in, and it was already on yeah. seven bucks. What's the already doing all that? Yeah, yeah. And and you're in like Queensland as well. I mean. <laughs> hey, enough Queensland bashing. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Hey, yeah. hey, the greatest country in Australia. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, what have you got coming up next? What are you working on over the next little while? Uh, good question. Um, well, there's no gigs or anything at the moment, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah. but I've been working a lot on live streaming. Oh, a, sick. a lot of that stuff. So, um, you'll hopefully start seeing potentially even some gigs happening, maybe at the Toad again. Yeah, great. It's been working a lot in the background to try and perfect that kind of live gigs over video, you know, streaming. It's kind of interesting. Like a mate of mine does some AV stuff, and his uh, company like they do all corporate stuff and they've mm. very quickly had to like change that so they're like oh someone's going to c- come and do a zoom presentation and they've had to set up that whole totally yeah that's like the whole, everywhere's just turned into that like yeah, overnight wow. pretty much but um yeah i mean there's not much going on in terms of that kind of stuff like pf's got a new album coming out soon too like uh, we're about to announce that in a couple of weeks a lot, of, a lot of Corona themed songs and <laughs> actually you, we've got a we've got a song that you're going to love it's um it's called Aubrey Wodonga 
Oh yes, and it's uh, you know about the tale of the two cities. <laughs> it, I love me some. Uh, what's the what's the official name? Is it tw- Twin Cities or Sisters? No, not Sisters. Yeah, Twin Twin I Towns, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's Twin Towns. Or like towns. Yeah. We finally figure out which one's better <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> through the, the song. It's to end the rivalry and bring everyone together. <laughs> yeah, you know? Aubrey Wodonga. But um, um, yeah, great. And yeah. where can people find your stuff and like? You know, if they yeah. want to, if they want to work with you, what oh, are they? if they want to dive into my uh, my cinematic works, uh, I, I go under the name Walking Mustache, so you can find me on Facebook or Vimeo and YouTube, all that stuff, and otherwise Private Function as well. We're Private Function sixty nine. Uh, cheeky across all uh, medias. A big <laughs> hell yeah to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is that to to jump on people looking up? 69 on Google. <laughs> and you know, oh, you'll like this actually. Our website is for anyone that remembers back in the, in the old days of the internet. Uh, our actual website isn't privatefunction.com, it's lemonparty.com.au. Ah, ripper. Yeah. So see how you go with that Make one. Make sure you put that that's, AU on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a rare example of a reference that's gone way past me. I'm usually on top of everything. I don't, oh, I don't know what that is. Maybe so. go to lemonparty.com first and then go to .com.au so you can. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's a, a React video we could do. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Is it? Is it? Uh, give me a vibe. Is it like a like a rotten dot com sort of? Yeah, it's setup? kind of like I don't know uh, if you remember like Meat Spin and <laughs> and those kind of websites. No, that, look, yeah. it's it's basically. It was back in the day when it's you, a bit. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, you send someone. Oh, you look at this website. And you're like, oh, it's a bit of fun. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. Yeah. Uh, great. Well, thanks again for coming yeah, on, mate. Thanks so well, thanks so much for having me. And thanks for having around. us here. Thanks for having us. Oh, like? fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as we, we all, that out. as we always say on I'm all ears. Thanks for being all ears. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> um, we'll see you next time, Goxie. Yeah, thank, thanks, Solo. Thanks, Aiden. Thank you very much. We're, we're shaking hands. Yep. <laughs> thanks again. We'll see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>